Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. At the end of the day, what is true for you needs to get out into the world and the world will give you the feedback and you decide what works and what doesn't. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. 
Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. And it's time for another quickie because there is always time to fit in inspiration. And some days I come and sit down on this microphone and I'm like, how am I ever going to fill this 10 or 15 minutes? (laughs) And then other days I come up here and I'm thinking, how am I ever going to condense this? Like, I think this is a really long podcast. And I think there's like three different main ideas going on in this thought process. How am I going to share this? And today is one of those days. I have been just like really giving myself some space. And what happens when you give yourself space is these beautiful thoughts come in and just a a lot of different things that start to shake up your life and different thought processes and ideas around the way that you've been living or the way that you've been thinking, especially if you're reading or doing new things. It's really interesting how you start to re-evaluate your life. And I think that this re-evaluation can only come in times when you've given yourself either a lot of space or when you are in a time of extreme uh, distress and you are either your back is up against the wall or you are so overbooked and overworked and overexerted, overexhausted, all of the over words. (laughs) And I think that these are two really big uh, times in your life where you are reassessing where you're at. And I think this is so vital. And a lot of people get very confused with thinking that steadiness and with con- and consistency are what a good life is. And while we get to enjoy those, and that is part of a good life, we can't fully understand what a good life is without what I talked about, without understanding that you're always going to have these different extremes. Even if you look at the weather patterns in the world, it's kind of like we don't thoroughly get to enjoy and reap what comes from the earth and what happens in the world without extremes, right? Without extreme heat, without extreme cold, all of the in-betweens, the ups, the downs downs, everything that comes, and that's actually happening when these things are happening. So what I want to talk about today is a bit of uh, finding balance from the extremes. And I'm not sure if you guys have been listening to the podcast, if this is the first time you've heard it. I definitely had a year last year where while it was amazing and I was accomplishing things in my life that I have always wanted to do, putting a book out, starting different courses, Chris doing his masterminds for the first time, me speaking at events I've never spoken at of 10,000 plus people, lots of different events, lots of different speaking, so many things going on and dreams coming true all at once. And while I would have love to really enjoy that journey a lot more, which in hindsight, I thoroughly enjoyed it and I'm so grateful for it. My year last year was so extreme and I did not have even what felt like one day to myself that I really learned a new threshold. And I also learned that having that extreme year, which was also previous to many years that also felt this way, which I talk about a lot um, saying when people are like, uh, you know, if they want to get their business off the ground or they want to really completely change their life, I do believe that you're going to have to push your limits and find your thresholds and be working and doing a lot more than what you think is even remotely possible or within your realm of what's possible in your life because you're going to have to become a new person. And in order to do that, you do have to push the edges and you are going to go to extremes. So as much as I would love to tell you, no, you can just sit in meditation and do a few actions here and there and you're going to get everything that you want, 
If your life is going to dramatically change and you have to change your environment, perhaps change your friends, perhaps change a job, that is going to take everything that you possibly have inside of you in order to shift that. Now, like I said, this is done um, in small amounts every single day, but it is an every single day thing. And some days are going to feel super extreme. Now, going back to this idea of you are finding the balance from the extremes, I will say that this year, for the past four months, um, you know, I can, I've been intentional since uh, probably end of December with starting to look at my calendar for beginning of year and clearing it and saying no and getting really fierce with my time because last year I started to feel very resentful. And the only person that I could get upset with was me because I was saying yes to a lot of things. Just about every great opportunity that was coming my way, I was saying yes to. And this taught me so incredibly much. It taught me, like I said, what I was capable of. It taught me you know, that, that we can get done so much more than anything that we think in a year's time if we just go straight for the things that scare us the most. And that's what I did last year. So not only did I feel busy, but I always felt uncomfortable and sick to my stomach, which I'm sure many of you can understand. Like it was a year of extreme growth. And when I say extreme growth, I mean, I was anxious every single day, no matter how much meditation I did, no matter how much prayer I did. I never felt enough. I never felt smart enough. I never felt good enough. I always felt like I was being stretched beyond my limits. I was super scared to be speaking at all of the things I was speaking at. I was super unsure about the products that I was putting out because they were new to me. I was truly in expansion mode in every single way. Now, at the end of last year, I was like so burnt out. And I don't recommend this necessarily, but I do think that this for some people is, it's required learning on their journey. And if you're like me, this is how I learn. I literally learn in the extremes and it's just how I have always been. So if you don't resonate with this, you don't have to um, take it in, right? You can eat the fruit and spit out the seeds. I love that saying. But for me, it's where I learned. It was truly taking on so much that at the the end of last year that I said, okay, that's it. Like I'm going to the other extreme now. I'm going to clear my schedule and make room for what is trying to come through because I felt something trying to come through, but I couldn't even hear myself, right? Because when I wasn't prepping for something or working, I was still in the mode of, okay, well, I'm going to read. I'm going to binge on podcasts. I'm going to listen to all these things. I'm going to learn. I'm going to go to masterminds. I'm going to do all of this stuff. And so I was filling every moment with learning or doing something. And to, to be totally honest with you, it was still coming from somewhat of a place. And this is not bad. This is called how we learn. If we can just all admit this to ourselves, if this is you. It was still coming from a place of not enoughness and seeking validation. Now, while some of it definitely was, I, I am like crazy about learning. I love to learn. I love to go and push my limits and see what I'm capable of. Like that fuels me. I'm obsessed with it. But 
there were parts of it where I was like extreme binging on these things and extreme saying yes to everything, right? Even when it wasn't the right thing for me. My friend Patrice Washington just recently said this and I shared with this with you on, a, on another podcast. You can have the right message in the wrong ministry. And that quote to me just blew my mind because I spent a lot of last year saying the right message. And when I say right, I mean, it's my message that was given to me. It was my truth. And I'm saying this message to people who don't necessarily did not come to this event that they were at for the message that I was giving. Does it mean it wasn't a valuable message to them? No. But does it mean it was what their expectation was? No. So sometimes when we're not received the way that we want to be received or perceived, sometimes it can just be, yes, you have the right message, but you may not be, you might've been saying yes to too many things. Maybe your ego said yes, or maybe you said yes for expansion to understand what it feels like to have the right message in the wrong ministry. Or maybe you said yes, because your message did need to be tweaked. Like all of these answers will be revealed to you later, but you have to say Sometimes you have to say yes to learn that. So now I'm so clear on where I want to be speaking and what I want to be saying. And none of it was wrong. It was all right looking back in hindsight. So I think it's so important to know that there are going to be these moments in your life where you just, at the end of the day, if you can hear in my voice, like, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad at myself for burning myself out. It's where I learned. I'm not mad at myself for saying yes to everything and getting this amazing lesson of, wow, yeah, that was the right message. So that's confirmed, which made me feel really good, but it wasn't to the right people. That's why that didn't feel that good. Or do you need to tweak your message? Like getting really real with yourself. Like where could have something been switched or where could you have um, said something that maybe you could have thought of them and really worked it into your message? Or was that even what you should be doing? Maybe you shouldn't be uh, thinking about them as much and maybe it was just the message's time to come out, but you had to find the right audience. Like these are all questions that you have to figure out and ask, but we can't figure them out without failing. So last year had so many successes, but it also had so many massive failures that I would never consider a failure, right? And I just saw a Michael Jordan quote. It said, I'm willing to fail all of the time and that's why I'm successful, And I love that because I'm willing to fail all of the time. And that's why I'm successful is because I'm constantly learning. So when people are trying to sit at home and perfect things, I'm like, this is, you're, you're not going to get any better and you're never going to get the right answer trying to study or seek or find more or learn more before you put something out. Because at the end of the day, what is true for you needs to get out into the world and the world will give you the feedback and you decide what works and what doesn't. You decide where you need to change and what doesn't need to change. Or you decide if you need to just go straight to your audience instead of needing to be validated first or perfect something, but actually get the message out for the people who need it the most, right? Cutting out the middleman. So learning in the extremes, that was me last year. Now back Two, this idea of clearing my schedule. I am getting so fierce with my nose, which feels so incredibly good. And I think a lot of that is just coming from a place of not only needing this message to come through, but also needing to, or or understanding how incredibly precious this life is. And there's a quote that Chris just told me this morning. He was not sure who said it. I was trying to find the person who said it, but I love it so much. Happiness comes and goes like the wind. So you might as well find something interesting to do in the meantime. Happiness comes and goes like the wind. So you might as well find something interesting to do in the meantime. You guys, 
We can't predict even when our happiness is going to come. I don't know about you, but I've like done some of the happiest things on earth, AKA Disneyland. I don't know, just using it as an example, <laughs> accomplish my dreams, accomplish certain goals. And there were times that I didn't feel happy. It doesn't mean all of them. I didn't feel happy. Some, I felt totally elated, but I can honestly say a good 30% of them. I was like, wow. Okay. Well, that just popped my bubble because everything that I thought was going to be hinged on this, right? My happiness expectation on this goal or this thing that I was doing is not happening. So happiness comes and goes like the wind. It really does. And then there are those moments where you are just looking at the most simple thing, or you are just having the best conversation in line at a coffee shop. And you're like, I am so happy right now. This is like the most beautiful day. And you're smelling the first, like that first smell of springtime and the birds chirping. And you just feel like you're walking on air for no particular reason. That's what it, that's all it is. The moments are fleeting and they are, it's, it's the time in between that will determine your life and what it means. And truly find something interesting to do in the meantime, whether that's to give back to people, whether that's to learn something, you guys, humans love to learn. So a few things that I'm doing right now, I'm taking guitar lessons. So I'm taking guitar lessons two to three times a week. I mean, I'm also learning Italian right now and I'm obsessed. So I'm just learning from Pimsler, but it's uh, 30 minutes a day. And for any of you who are like, what is Pimsler? It's just P-I-M-S-L-U-E-R, I believe. And it's just a app that's like $20 a month. It's amazing way. And by the way, this is not um, an ad, but I should get them to sponsor me. Um, <laughs> and I'm just learning for 30 minutes every single day and making time for it. So I'm like, what's important to me? Like what feels really good? When am I most happy? And I am most happy when I am learning. It's the times in between that it's like, mm, what can I do to make me happy? Why don't I feel happy? What's wrong? What's missing? Okay, well, maybe you're not learning or maybe you're not doing things that satisfy you or maybe you're not doing, maybe you're not spending time with people that you enjoy. Like happiness comes and goes like the wind. You can't really freaking control it. So you might as well do something interesting in between. Do something interesting. What is that? And it can't just all be work. It cannot all be work. So make sure that you are carving out time. And for anyone who's like, I don't have time, there's definitely things that you could be saying no to. And I want you to think about it right now. What is something off of the top of your head that you're saying yes to that you are resenting right now? That yes should be a no. And if you're like, yeah, but that person won't like me. Okay, that is also life. Like so many, what is it that we always say on here? Just like my friend Rachel Luna says, it is okay to disappoint people as long as it's disappointing people in your truth, right? As long as it's disappointing people in your truth, you're not doing it just to disappoint people. You're doing it because you are saying yes to your authentic path and purpose. So if you're feeling really resentful of someone or there's like really bad energy around something, it doesn't mean they're bad or the thing is bad. It means that it has overstepped the boundary of your life and theirs. So what's happening is they're basically what they want for their life is now coming into yours and you're no longer just living your, you're not, you're no longer living your life. You're actually taking on a responsibility that was probably meant to be theirs or, or a problem that is meant to be theirs figured out on their own. That was tongue twisting. So that's the challenge is we are human and we want to be loved but in this life, we cannot be loved by everyone. And you just better make damn sure that you love yourself and you love your life.
And I'm going to leave you with this last message because this is so vital. I Last week, I had somebody in my life who I adored pass away. And he was my first, my first love, my first boyfriend from like 13 to age 19. And although we didn't talk anymore, I talked to him about three years ago. It's just the craziest thing to have somebody that young pass away in your life. It really makes you really assess what you're doing with your existence and what it all means, right? And the impermanence of life and how beautiful the impermanence of life is because it makes you wake up to your life. And if you've not been, God, I don't want to say gifted, but if you've not experienced something like that, it's really saying, what does my existence mean? And by the way, I'm not sure how he passed. And I think that's even more challenging, but just reminding yourself that every single day is a gift and not to get so caught up in comparison or spending time on social media and just really remembering that you choose your existence. And are you living to people please or are you living to really follow through on the purpose that was given to you in your life, because that is truly where you will find, I don't want to just use the word happiness, but that's where you'll find what it means to be you and why you're here and to truly give a hundred percent of yourself to the few people in your life that mean the most to you. So what does your existence mean and what do you want to be doing with it? And I think it's so easy to get caught up in the world of social media comparison, wasting time. And it's okay to do all of those things, right? As long as you make sure that you are doing some of the things that actually are interesting to you, because those are the gifts. And days will pass by and weeks will pass by and months will pass by and years will pass by. But if you don't sit in these questions and if you don't start scheduling it and you don't start taking action, just one thing a week, you guys, one thing a week will dramatically change your life. And like I shared with you, these are not big things I'm doing. For 30 minutes, like twice a week, I'm learning guitar and I feel like a drastically different person because I'm I'm happiest learning and I love music. 30 minutes a day, I'm doing um, Italian lessons. Will I stick with this? I'm not sure. But right now, I am super happy doing it. So what's one thing that you could add to your day that would make you feel like you are living your life? That make you feel like you're doing something interesting? I could really talk about this whole people-pleasing thing for like a really long time, but I think that needs to be a whole other podcast because that is just, that is the theme over and over and over again. But I'll tell you the happier that you are with your life and with yourself, the less other opinions matter. The more interesting things you are doing in your life and you are seeking in your life the less others' opinions will matter. So you guys, I'm so grateful for you. And I'm just like beyond thrilled to be sitting in front of a microphone with people listening on the other end and that we get to create this. That one day I sat down and said, oh my God, will people listen? I don't know what they're going to think. This might suck. Oh my God. And just kept putting it out with no idea who was on the other side or no idea of my numbers or what that even meant. And just doing it because it meant, that, or it was something that I wanted to do. 
because it was on my heart. So I pray that you start something that is on your heart because it's the key to what will change your life. So thank you guys for listening and tuning in. And as always, I'm so grateful. And until next time, you guys, earn your happy. Do something interesting. And remember, happiness comes and goes like the wind. So you might as well be doing something interesting in the meantime. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. 
And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. 
It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori.